Hi, I'm Michelin Sisti, and you're listening to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute, and you can be finding me at 122 and Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese anti-egg timer. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast that's not quite daily, but where we're talking about the 1993 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sequel, Turtles 3. I wish it had a catchier title. It doesn't, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, With me, as always, this week, our regular turtle co-host, Mr. Chris (laughs) O'Connor. Yes, Chris with the pointing finger down your gullet gesture that works all so well in the audio forum. <laughs> Adam Sheehan. Well, hello. Yeah, and <laughs> Rachel Gatlin. Hi. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> Leave that in. Leave it in. We, sounded, we sounded so much more excited last year. Um, joining well, us... We we weren't covering the worst movie I've ever seen last year. But yeah. we'll during a this, pandemic, this, this, this can't movie be the worst movie you've ever seen. This movie is bad, actually. <laughs> um, joining us for this bad, actually movie is uh, one of the co-hosts from our one of our favorite podcasts, Gilmore Ball Z. Ladies and gentlemen, give a nice round of applause for Mr. Grant Lowe. Hello, hi Grant. How you doing? Uh, I'm about where Rachel's at. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be a really depressing week. I'm so sorry. Uh, also, also, those of you who are on the Zoom may have noticed that literally as soon as we started recording, my wife came in to get something and then also accidentally let in our cat. So, Oh, cool. Oh. We love surprise animals on we this show. We might get a surprise cat. animal. Cat's That's destroying fine. everything. Nothing wrong with that. I we love a good surprise animal. So listen. Uh, we are here for minutes 19 through 27. Grant, you've been on our show before, correct? I have. Yeah. I, I was here for, for near the beginning of, of Turtles 2. All right. Well, you're here near the beginning of Turtles 3, so welcome. It's all full um, circle. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> remind <I'm not>. us. <laughs> remind <laughs> us, Grant, one time, what just the heck is Gilmore Ball Z? Uh, so Gilmore Ball Z is a show. Uh, actually, uh, do we know when about this is going to drop? No idea. No idea. Okay. Well, Probably this spring-ish. Okay. So Gilmore Ball Z is a show that, depending on exactly when this episode drops, either is ending soon or might actually already be over. But uh, it's something that my wife and I have been doing for the past three and a half-ish years where uh, she shows me an episode of uh, seminal WB uh, teen drama Gilmore Girls and I show her an episode of a 90s classic uh, shonen anime, Dragon Ball Z. 
and uh, we compare and contrast episode by episode as we go. And it has been quite a time. Uh, like I said, we're getting close to the end of our run here. So uh, at the time of this recording, we're getting ready to record our episodes that are going to compare the Netflix revival Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. Oh, boy. No. That's kind of like doing Turtles 3. <laughs> kind of. Uh, with uh, just some as of the, painful. Yeah, with some of the uh, newer Dragon Ball Z movies. So Battle of Gods, Resurrection F, Super Broly. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah I, imagine, so, I, I imagine y'all run out of uh, Gilmore Girls way sooner than you run out of <laughs> Dragon Ball. Uh, well, the, that is why we actually, uh, we did, instead of the original Z, we did the recent-ish remaster of Dragon Ball Z Kai that uh, is closer to the manga and cuts out a lot of the superfluous screaming. Not all of it. You still get, right. you still get some of that nice would, screaming flavor. Yeah, but Would not be Dragon Ball without all the screaming. Yeah. Precisely. Um, I, so then it's seven seasons each, so it's much closer to uh, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, are there plans to like do other shows compared contrast? Because I mean, Gilmore Ball Z is a great. Well, are there other like really far apart shows that you've found like uh, uh, common ground that you'd be interested in covering? Uh, you know, we get that question a lot, and it's it's kind of difficult because. Uh, sorry, hold on a second, Daphne. <laughs> Hot Daphne's the cat. That's Hello. a cute cat. That is a cute cat. I'm I'm just going to really quickly. All right, he's throwing the cat away. Right out the window. Cat's going straight out the window. <laughs> Cue bye the bye, Wiley kitty. Coyote sound effect. Sorry. That's uh, all right. Yeah, so like, we get that question a lot, and um, it's kind of hard because, like, on the one hand, yeah, there's a lot of things out there that you could do compare and contrast with, and we usually do that for our April Fool's episode. Uh, one year we did uh, Code Geass and Glee and called it Code Glass. Uh, last year we did Gundam Wing and uh, One Tree Hill and called it Chad Michael Mecca. Oh. Um, and we have a third one planned for this April Fools that I'm also pretty excited about. So like that's the nice. thing. We get, but the thing is that like particularly for us and for the cultural zeitgeist, these two shows are kind of lightning in a bottle that we can't really capture the same way. Mm. Because, for one, like, they were big at roughly the same time, and one tended to have a more male demographic, and one tended to have a more female demographic. Uh, And for... And then for us in particular, uh, my wife Paige and I, we tend to like the same things. We tend to have a lot of things in common. Oddly enough, we're married. Uh, But... (laughs) those two shows in particular were kind of like the one thing of each other's that we just did not understand at all. (laughs) So this is a relationship building podcast that you're doing. It is. And so it was just kind of this, this confluence of factors that, that created something really special. And I think trying to do another show versus show format would Mm. not really have the same chemistry. So we're, we're currently undecided on what our post Gilmore Ball Z plans are. Our plan uh, in the immediate future is to not look at a microphone for six months. Wow! <laughs> I mean, we've been that doing, sounds lovely. Yeah, we've been that doing weekly really episodes, nice. sometimes more than weekly episodes, <laughs> with our bonuses for three and a half years almost now. Wow! Yeah. And how long so, have you been married? Uh, s- about six and a half years. Okay, so the podcast is not the thing keeping you guys together, and that's nice to know. <laughs> that is nice to know. My All favorite, right, well, my favorite cold reaction we got when we would put ads out, like do promoted ads, was we did once get someone who like 
took a screenshot of one of our ads and posted it on Tumblr or something, and it was like a relatively big person on Tumblr, so it got back to us, uh, that just said, please consider divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Tumblr still a thing? Yeah. Apparently. Oh, Unfortunately. Man. They got rid of all the porn, but it's like, it's still a thing. Wait, yeah, there so was what's porn the point? on Tumblr? Oh, yeah. A ton. <laughs> was oh, there God. porn on Tumblr? Here I was just posting what artwork. it was. <laughs> Lots wow. of porn. Had no idea this whole <laughs> I used time. To have, I used to have a Sailor Moon Tumblr, and I stopped posting on it when porn blogs started following me. I'm like, you know what? I reached the oh. end of this. I'm done. That's, Congratulations. Yeah. You reached the end okay. of Tumblr. <laughs> well, well, listen, friends. You found this where is, the sidewalk ends. <laughs> this, is, this has been a lovely uh, uh, diversion, a tangent, if you will, but I think we should probably talk about some Ninja Turtles. What do you think? Oh, do we have Theoretically. to? Theoretically. I mean, look, if we ever want to get through yes, this season, we have to. We have to talk about the turtles. <laughs> the only Fine. way out is through. Fine. Our <laughs> listeners will not let us not do this. So. <laughs> I've we been talking about listeners. the last three seasons of Gilmore Girls for yeah. the last, you know, year plus. Right. I'm used to talking about bad media. <laughs> Fair. Grant, I have to let you know, I have a theory. Uh, it's sort of a working thesis that I'm using to not hate this movie so much. And it is that this movie is actually closer to the comic books than uh, Turtle 2 was and therefore more of an authentic turtles adventure so that's kind of the brain space that i'm putting myself in to get through this my brain space is scott's wrong yes yeah, scott yeah. hasn't realized he's wrong yet and that's and cognitive dissonance is a hell of a theme. drug yeah, yeah. We, scott, just all right buddy whatever you have to tell yourself to get let through. me do what i need to do look we're here we're talking turtles 3 we are on minutes 19 through 21 today uh we're gonna be getting all the way through 27 by the end of this week so let's let's talk about it it starts with uh donatello and kenshin chit-chatting by a computer figuring out how time travel works because thank god we did it in the first 20 minutes of the movie and uh it ends with i guess casey jones in a giant bamboo cage so we're gonna oh wait that's not this yeah that's where it ends that's where it ends yeah i that's remember where it ends. okay i just had to double check dude this three um, minute format is still confusing the crap it's out of yeah. it very confusing uh grant before the rest of us got on you were saying something about the uh, the turtle lips oh yes uh so yeah quick quick backstory right that uh i mentioned last time i was on that really the first turtles movie is the one i have a lot of nostalgia for uh two i know i have seen at some point in my life and three like i owned so i'm sure i've watched it but i this is basically a new movie for me uh, and I always knew that the the turtle quality, the, the the suit quality, diminished pretty greatly in the third one because this this is the one that was just isn't Henson at all, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I so last night I watched the minutes and I had a uh, I had partaken of of certain beverages a little bit, um, possibly in gelatin format, and uh, <laughs> the uh, the turtle lips just really threw me they they're so fl- i'm sure you've talked about this already on the on the podcast but they're so i don't not really I, I, can, I don't think we've talked specifically about the lips yeah turtle lips has not really been a phrase we've thrown around a lot <laughs> just their mouths move so quickly and so flappily it's almost like the canadians on south park where their head detaches <laughs> yeah that's such a good analogy by your buddy guy i think I'm that's your guy buddy I think I've said this previously sure on this. <laughs> I think I've I've said this previously on this season, but you can like they ADR all the dialogue, so you don't actually hear any in situ audio. But I can still hear the servos and and <laughs> yeah. stuff clacking around. <laughs> like you can yeah. you can hear it. 
Scott, you you don't need to include this side note, but Grant, I got your message when we were what hour six into a Star Wars marathon that our friend was uh, putting on yesterday. <laughs> Order sixty six. Yeah. yeah. the The idea was to watch all the Star Wars media within three days. Right. And uh, <clears throat> I, I got Grant's message when we were episode three into the Mandalorian, I think. Anyway, my brain was mush, and I had to read what you said like four times. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. so I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that non sequitur kind of proves that the, the mushy brain takes a while to recover. Yeah, so. <laughs> and they're, they're doing it again today. I think they're on season two of The Mandalorian, but... Uh... Rachel, are you just telling me you'd rather be anywhere but here? No, no. <laughs> no, of course not. No? <laughs> Why would you think that? Um, so yeah, the, the lips are definitely totally floppy and, uh, I, the, the Canadian analogy is maybe the best thing I've heard. Um, this is the minute 19 right here where we're introduced to Casey Jones for the first time in this film, who's been absent for, uh, a, an entire movie at this point. He wasn't mm-hmm. in Turtles 2 at mm-hmm. all. And he finally comes back. Thoughts on this, Chris? He was on the lam for that, uh, mur- <laughs> you know, on, <laughs> accidentally on purpose murder. He finally raised enough bail to get out of Rikers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who paid the bail? I mean, did it, uh, April? April. I would assume it's uh, Little Miss Gold Rolex herself. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get it's there. Like I got to get my boyfriend out of jail. <laughs> did anyone else notice the nineteen uh, nineties like guitar whale Wayne's World yes. sitcom yeah. intro oh, in case he re-enters? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. Like when Sam comes into Clarissa's window. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, Sam. Well, hey, Casey. Well. <laughs> so, so has there been any mention of of my, like Mikey going to get help or anything up to this point, or is it literally just Mike walks in? Hey, guys, Casey's well, here. I mean, so that was one of my questions. Of, yeah. Go I mean, ahead, Chris. I mean, speaking of of things that like they don't mention that it's just assumed everybody knows. Like, well, I guess we'll, we'll get to it in a second. Like when they lay out the details of their time traveling plan. Yeah, like Mikey just sort of like, how long has has Kenshin been there? How long have they been like fiddling on this computer? Because it doesn't seem like that much time has passed. But apparently, yeah, either Casey lives really nearby, or Mikey knew exactly which prison to go bust him out of. <laughs> or this is um, what Casey does every day since he's yeah. been out. He just comes down here and like he's got no out. other friends. Yeah, yeah. Where, what else is he gonna do? <laughs> he's I would I would read that though as a comic book one shot of Mikey breaking Casey Jones out of Rikers. Oh yeah. my god, I would read that. I would read, I that. Would read that. that so fast. Like, all of that just happened in the scene changeover. Like, <laughs> like we're getting the boring part of the story. Yeah. All right. So far, we've managed to make Turtles Three a little bit better. Yes, I love it. Fan theory, my favorite part of this show. Because like, um, like any of the other turtles breaking Casey out of prison would also be pretty fun. Like obviously Raph breaking Casey, that'd be that'd be Leonardo cool and hardcore. Wouldn't do it. But but <laughs> <laughs> I'm morally against this. Leonardo would do it, but then after he'd gotten Casey to do whatever they needed, he'd put him back. He'd be like, okay, now you got to go back right. to prison, Casey. <laughs> it's the right thing to do. And he, and he would do it in such a way that they never knew he was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Little stuffed, like uh, tuck the pillows under the blanket with like a little tuft of hair sticking out the top. Yeah, Casey like, uh, Jones's day off from. Yeah, very Ferris yes. Bueller. <laughs> Donatello's just they're like, hey, Casey's here, and Donnie's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's why I think he, Casey comes by every day. <laughs> this is nothing new. Yeah, that makes we, sense. I like that. Mikey gets excited every day, but everyone else is just like, dude, like, 
we know this is happening. Yeah. It's kind of a shame too because Don, Donnie and Casey had such a thing going on in the first in the first. They had movie. A, a nice little uh, yeah. uh, uh, love hate thing happening. Yeah. Well, True. maybe after the murder, it just became a hate hate thing. <laughs> True. Um, my other question is. I don't think that Casey is in a shot with any of the turtles Mm-mm. this entire time. Like they, Mikey's like, "Yeah, I found Casey," and then they cut, and every time we see Casey, it's just him by himself. So I have a theory that like Elias Codias was like, "I don't want to be anywhere near those stupid turtle suits." <laughs> yeah, like he, I'll do this movie, but I will not be in a scene with the turtle. This is he saw them move once, for... and he was just like, "Ah, ah. yeah, yeah." <laughs> this is an I never easy even looked at another him, guy for him this round because like he doesn't. He does. It's just one set. No, they probably shot all of his stuff in one. Oh, right. Never because he's in the past. Yeah. I'm, I'm pointing at you, Adam, because there's something you're forgetting. Yeah, no, I. I <laughs> it's had a that. dual role. It's just That's what guys, I think got right? him back. I think, and and we'll see wit at the end of this section. But I think that Casey was like had to be lured back. He's like, I really don't want to do. All right, what if we just didn't put you with any turtles? You don't have to work with the turtles. I no mean, hockey right, mask, that's, no that's kids fine. bat, no kids hockey stick. All right, all right, Elias, we're going to give you a split role. You've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. You're going to get one of those kind of things. All right, as an actor, I, I accept I this challenge. I don't know if I've said this on an episode yet, but I feel like most of the budget, I, yeah, we talked about this, like most of the budget went to the horses and Elias Cotillas. Yeah. Well, it probably. Yeah. Do you think he got he got paid twice because he played two different <laughs> roles? I you know, I would assume that he probably got paid well for this, better than the other actors. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, I mean, he got top billing. So, did he really? Yeah, he's like the first name on there, isn't he? Oh, the, he might have been. Is I missed he the first it. name on the credits. It's entirely possible. I we watched this the other day with the kids, and they loved it. Oh yeah. So as we're plowing through here, we get uh, a little bit more techno babble. Donnie reveals that they have to he, get everything done within sixty hours. Okay. Quick math. How many yep. days is that? Okay. No, this part. Oh, this part pissed me off. <laughs> it's. Okay. Okay. I, I appreciate that it's not like a. I mean, it is a nice round number, but I appreciate that it's not like a divisible of twenty-four thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like two and a half days is like yeah. weirdly arbitrary, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, um, yeah, but 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 this, the thing that drives me nuts about this is like him and Kenshin are just now like at the table figuring out the equal mass displacement. I'm like, if you just like sort of sorted that part out, when did you previously establish? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do this every twelve hours, and we've only got sixty hours before the time space continuum disembobulation. It's, it's out of phase. What? How very Star Trekky. Yeah, and it just it doesn't matter. I don't. It's like if it's it's any point in the past, like this twelve hour rotation doesn't matter mean anything. I, mean, I don't unless it's like a planetary alignment thing, and they're like <sighs> kind of in the turtles two thousand seven CGI thing, and then like slips out of like out of alignment. Like I can understand that having something to do with like planetary alignment is going is not going to do anything interesting in a twelve hour like span. I think it's All a right. much easier explanation in that this is a movie for eight-year-olds. Yeah, uh, it's magic time. Travel. We don't need any explanation. <laughs> Give the like man the a fact prize. that they gave us any is kind of, you know, I, not what I would expect. Yeah, it's that Austin Powers bit of like, but Basil, oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, as far as it being like a time travel escapade, you could have them like have them do the, the time travel and the, you know they have the Japanese guys like come back holding the staff all at the same time. Kenshin should just come in and grab it at the same time 
and then magically, and then at some point in the past, the five of them will have been holding it. Boom, instant. It's just like a hiccup for those guys. Yeah, the, be... the, the whole at the same time thing is yeah. still throwing me because it's not yeah. at the same time. They're in two very different times. Is it is it that the scepter only works over like a fixed amount of time? And so like the two points that you're traveling between have to, or that you're, you know, that, that... you're time traveling between have to be the same time distance apart? Yeah, I think that's the conceit they've or, set. Is time in up like... Here. Is it like concentric circles in this one? Like, and they just like, like if you think of like a spiral, right? There, here's my time theory, right? <laughs> this episode is now called time theory. If time is a spiral, right? So like the 1600s is like at the 12 o'clock position on like the third branch of the spiral. And then as we go forward in time, it keeps spiraling around. And then like 1993 is also at the 12 o'clock position, but like four more branches out, right? right? I mean, that that's how Outlander explained it. Is this our Jeremy Baramy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Out- Outlander's a terrible show, but... Did the, Scott the way, see the time nine? The way they explain... <laughs> I keep giving Outlander a shot, and no. it just keeps being terrible. It's awful. I don't, but the I don't way know they explain the, the time nonsense is she is in the 40s, and then... Is it the 40s or the 50s? I forget 40s, exactly. Just af- it's just after the war. Okay. So it's like 45, 46. She touches a magic stone and then goes back to the... 17, 1600s? I don't know. But the way, the way it's explained is like time for each decade is moving at the same rate. So like hm. the 1940s time matches yeah. up to the... It, it's stupid. So it, it, if she spends really a year stupid. in the past and then comes back to the future, it's yeah. been a year since she went to the past. Yeah. It's, here you go, podcasters. It's like the multiple tracks in your DAW. They're all doing <laughs> their own thing, but they're moving at the same rate, Yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, April, we're not, we cut back to our 1600s, and April's in a giant cage. She's getting poked. She calls the guy a cue ball, which he doesn't quite get, because I guess billiards was not invented yet. No. He's also it, very sweaty. He's, yeah. yeah. That was the you thing think- that immediately jumped out to me, is like, wow, that is a sweaty goon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd think it would be cooler goon. in the basement. Yeah. You yeah. Know, well, or like, it's a very go humid ahead. place. He's, he's wearing like his, his full outfit. He's in the basement. He's working. He's doing hard <coughs> manual labor all by himself, keeping all of the one prisoner um, yeah. set. Yeah. Prisons weren't exactly a big thing there. It's, it was just a holding cell until they kill you. Right. Um, we we meet our friend. <laughs> Rachel affectionately calls him Smee. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a Smee. <laughs> he's very Smee-like. Uh, and and Smee is bringing in a new character that we haven't met yet, Wit. Quit? Um, like so, Whitthins? I mean, Wit Wit is Elias Cotias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I still don't know how to pronounce it. With a name. haircut, looking, looking kind of nice. Right. He looks like Gallivant from that uh, ABC show. And he's apparently been trying to lure the crew towards mutiny? Hmm. Uh Yeah, it was like, stay with Walker and you'll die, come with me and you'll live. I think they got like, at least we got from Walker's um, uh, conversation with the daimyo is that they had been, they had shipwrecked and he rebuilt some ships and he's still here and he's like trying to do an arms deal, you gotcha. know, probably trying to undermine the local lords and establish lot. a colony. But but this guy's basically saying, if we stay here, we're going to die. Let's just go home. Screw this. It isn't worth it. Gotcha. Anyone else ever pay attention to that backstory? Because not me. No. I've never, never yeah, once no. considered it. No. no. Um. I was always Rachel just like, a, oh, he has short hair now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ra- Rachel had a thought about Smee. Yeah, so what what does what does he say to April 
And then he's she, like, "Give us a kiss." Yeah, and then she. Well, you still, still got ha- them lips. Yeah, we well, still got lips. And she says something snippy, and then he's like, well, "She doesn't not, even say anything." She's well, that's going, not the first time I've heard that, and I'm thinking, has he assaulted women before? Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Look Absolutely. at this guy. Totally. Yeah, he's, yeah completely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He's he's bad. Uh, he's either always paid for it, or it's been. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, bad, bad things have happened in that dungeon for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know, Wit gets thrown into a cage, and April's like, "I got a Rolex here. Take my Rolex." Which I listen. It's probably not a Rolex. That's not a Rolex. <laughs> it's just a gold watch. <laughs> she she got that on Canal Street. Come it's on, a, exactly. it's a Casio. Exactly. <laughs> Folex. She, she got that on Canal Street next to the knockoff uh, Louis Vuitton purses. Like, I mean, come either on. way, I, you know, whatever her wristwatch is, it is a miracle of modern technology and would be stunning to anyone. This is also <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so listen, I, I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else in this minute that's uh, worth talking about, and I feel like Tweety that's about bud. it. We wind up with Tweety April birds. and not. Oh, he calls them Tweety Birds, which Tweety birds. as a child I always thought like Tweety Bird. I thought I thought a booty tat Tweety Bird, <laughs> yeah, no. and I'm like they wouldn't know who Tweety Bird yeah, is. No. That's, that Twe- was my well, thought too. Like well, Looney Tunes didn't come around for at least another couple hundred yeah, years. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Tweety Bird was named for an onomatopoeia for birds. Tw- you know, birds tweet tweet tweet. tweet I'm you sure. Know, the tweet tweet yeah. tweet sound. So that I just like existed. the thought before Tweety Bird. I just I like, like this thought. guy watches cartoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, listen, is that it? Does anyone else have anything they want to talk about for 19 to 21? Dungeons. I had something and then I forgot it, so it can't have been that important. No. See, this is why we have a document. Uh, Let's see. Sweaty Bandit. You think April's short hair look is kind of cute? I I like April's short hair look. It's good. good, Yeah. yeah, Listen, her and Casey both, they're just moving on with the times. Um, all right. Well, listen, make sure you guys go listen to Grant on Gilmore Ball Z. If it's over by now, it's evergreen. Go back and listen to it from the beginning. Binge. We're in quarantine. I, Do it. I'm on, what, four episodes? No. Oh, more than go. that. You're on, like, you're on like six episodes. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> we Yeah, Rachel is a perennial guest host. So, yeah, Rachel's awesome. on like six of our episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Uh, and it's a nice round 200 episodes. It's timed out that our final episode will be number 200. So you got a nice round 200 episodes so you've covered of podcasting like- goodness with uh, uh, con- consecutively better audio quality as you go. Oh, nice, nice. There you go. So 200 episodes, you've covered like what? A quarter of all Dragon Ball episodes? Uh, <laughs> we actually, we covered the entirety of Dragon Ball Z Kai and a good most of the Dragon Ball Z movies. All right, all right. Yeah. Make sure you guys are listening to uh, Chris over on the True Believers podcast on Dueling Genre and Adam over on, uh, uh, oh, geez, I keep calling it last week's comics because that's your at Instagram tag, but it's it's uh, Tales from the Short Box. Tales from the Short Box. I got it. I had it. I knew it. But you can find Tales- us on Twitter and Instagram at last week's comics. Yeah, and, and make sure you guys uh, become Patreons over at Dueling Genre, because now that we've sort of revamped Dueling Genre Network, there's all kinds of crazy good stuff for Patreon subscribers, yeah. so make sure you go do that at Multiple o- uh, as always. podcasts a week for Patreon subscribers. Yes, and as always, you can find us at TMNT Minute on Instagram, on Twitter, and at TMNTMinute.com on the www. For the crew here, for Grant, I am Scott, and this was Minutes 19 through 21. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Give us a cowabunga, love.